Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Zemi, joined by co-host Aaron Keller, and today we are lucky enough to have two awesome guests. We have Ryan Brock with the Wild Sheep Foundation, and we also have Adam Cavanaugh, our recreational shooting coordinator. So welcome both of you. It's good to have you. Thanks. It's good to be here. Of course. And Ryan, it's that time of year we look forward to all year long. It's the Youth Wildlife Conservation Experience. Yes. And this will be the 13th year that we've put on the Youth Wildlife Conservation Experience free for the community. Oh my gosh. Right before recording, we were saying it's 2024. What what happened? It's crazy how time flies. Like Christmas is done. The New Year's is here. Sheep shows coming into town. It's just, I can't believe it's 2024 already. It does. A busy time of year for you. And what's been cool with this program is it's just grown year after year, gotten bigger, more exciting things to look forward to each year. It has, you know, it started the first year in 2012 with 120 kids coming. And, you know, eventually we broke that record, 600 kids then 800 kids the next year. And last year we had 1,835 kids come through in the three days. And this year we're already looking at with the kids that come in on the, the two school days, you know, breaking records there that we've ever had. Wow, that is crazy how much it's grown. And um, could you give, I mean, a lot of listeners know what this is, but just for the people who are new to the podcast, could you give a brief overview of what youth wildlife conservation experience is? Absolutely. So uh, this is kind of the youth aspect of our sheep show, which is our national uh, convention for the Wild Sheep Foundation. And it takes place at the Reno Sparks Convention Center this year on uh, January 18th, 19th, and 20th. Uh, the 20th is the day that we open up uh, to the public, and it's a free event. The 18th and the 19th, we bus in school groups, and so they come for a more in-depth experience with career seminars and keynote presentations. But the whole goal is really just to excite and inspire the next generation of outdoor enthusiasts, conservationists, and, uh, and, and shooters, really. It's, it's there just to inspire kids. And we'll get into all the booths and what people can expect in the second half. But it seems like year after year, you always have a new announcement or a new some new feature. And this year, there's a pretty big one that we're all excited about and why we brought Adam Yeah, in we're here. pretty excited because we're always trying to make it you know, a better program, um, a more in-depth program. And this year, uh, we were lucky with uh, Nevada Department of Wildlife reached out looking for a spot to hold their National Archery in the Schools program state tournament in northern Nevada. And uh, we were able to kind of make it work and help as a sponsorship and give them room as part of Sheep Show, having their own conference hall to hold the event. Wow. So that what day does that take place then? Is that part of the Youth Wildlife Conservation Experience or it's kind of happening at the same time? It's happening at the same time. So that's going to be on Thursday, January 18th, and it's right next door. Um, But what I'm excited about is it's kind of a a collaboration. You know, these are our youth shooters who are learning archery and as part of their PE program in the schools. Um, and this will be a chance for them to also get into the YWCE as, as well as the Sheep Show. We're going to be giving them 
um, expo tickets to get into the, the show for free and come over in the afternoon when they're done shooting archery and, and see the different stations we have with conservation and other outdoor activities. Exactly. It all goes hand in hand, really. I think it really does. I really think the more connections you can make um, to youth and their families, that, that the better uh, the outcome it'll be for our future. Yeah, exactly. And Adam sitting quietly over there. We were so excited that we have. So how many national archery in the schools program tournaments are there this year then? This year, because of adding on with the sheep show, we were able to get uh, three total tournaments taking place. We have a southern, an eastern, and a western tournament. And the south is our big one. That's at South Point with the NFAA, the outdoor archery competition. In the east, it's out by Ely, Nevada. And then out here, of course, at the Sheep Show, it's in Reno this year. So, which has really helped. I think the excitement level for most of the schools has gone up because our numbers are up much higher this year than they were last year because of adding the Sheep Show to our tournament schedule. Okay. Does it just make it easier for people to get to and add one more venue for more people to be able to get in? And consolidate a lot of times when we have our virtual, which are the smaller schools out oh, of, yeah. outside of Reno and inside of Reno itself or Washoe County. Um, instead of doing the smaller in their gyms, they're able to come all together and shoot in a bigger state tournament against other schools, which they usually don't get to do up here. Yeah, and I always hear, I mean, we even have some employees whose kids are in the program, and they're always like, yeah, we have to do it virtual. So it's so cool that they're now going to be able to compete in person. Yeah, since I got on, that was the first one they asked to do is to get a state tournament up here where they can compete with other schools at the same time instead of just the same classmates that they're always competing against. Yeah. This is a really big uh, jump in our numbers because of having it from 75 students last year in the state tournament up here that we put together at a smaller archery club to well over 160 students that are shooting this year out, out of the sheep show. Wow. Which is a testament to the excitement of like having that state tournament. Almost 200 shooters coming in on the first year. I mean, it's anything but bigger. And uh, we were seeing all the excitement of the Southern um, tournament and the in-person element and the teams like cheering and this like camaraderie for the, the archery team. I mean, I felt like the um, the virtual teams were missing out on that kind of excitement and I'm really looking forward to it. And then as, as every kind of educator loves is when an idea like this happens, it kind of snowballs and it's a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. And so having it at the Wild Sheep Foundation is gonna be really fun. The kids that shoot are gonna be able to get tickets into the youth wildlife conservation experience. like, And so their parents are gonna be forced to go. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're gonna love that part. It's not that we're trying to necessarily make hunters out of the shooters, but the, the stations, as you'll hear, are super fun. Yeah. Like my kids, this is the one event that they love. Well, there's a couple events that we put on every year like this. But this is one of them that they do not miss. Yeah. And Ryan, that's going to help numbers for YWCE too. Right? It, it I mean, will. On that Thursday, we're like at 593 registered kids oh between the schools goodness. and then the NAS students that will be coming over. And that's, we usually we're at like 280, 320. So it'll be nice because with we have, you know, close to 40 stations that are hands-on that you know, that Thursday, Friday is always a little different just because we have lower numbers, but now we'll actually have those stations will all be very active, which I think is good for the volunteers too, who are giving up time coming in for those couple hours that it's in a feel 
more uh, lively and more excited mm-hmm. during those school group days. I bet it's going to go real quick for the volunteers. I think They're it will. They're going to be having a good time with all those kids. And we do post videos of NASP all the time, and it always makes me wish I was there. I got to go one year, and it was really fun, but the kids are just so excited, and it's just a fun, fun thing. Yeah, and the same as any a big event that we put on, it kind of gets a little bigger than we thought it was. So it's, it's been a lot of work for Adam to kind of wrap his head around what another tournament looks like. And so, you know, just the logistics of putting on a tournament, there's, there's a lot. And so then adding that into Ryan's event is also, it's kind of like we're, we're meshing the two together. So it's going to be interesting how that works. But and volunteer-wise, it's been tricky this year because I rely pretty heavily on a lot of Department of Wildlife and volunteers to help with all the archery stations we have. And now the tournament's going on the same time <laughs> that it, it, it is logistically really trying to figure out how to have every station have high-quality volunteers to give those kids that good engagement they need. So that's been something that we've had to work out a little more this year. Are you still needing volunteers or are you guys? We always need volunteers. Yeah. You know, last year we, I printed out like 308 volunteer name badges over the time. And Saturday alone, we had, I think, 268 volunteers just helping on Saturday with the event. And, and even then we're just, I'm not going to say shorthanded, but we could use more registration and, and every year some volunteers leave. And so you're replacing those with new volunteers. There will never not be a need for volunteers. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's it. Any organization yeah. has that same oh, yeah. problem. Exactly. Um, switching gears back to NASP a little bit, Adam, I feel like, I mean, you haven't been here that, that long and you really hit the ground running, um, getting this other tournament here in Washoe County. So what is your hope for NASC moving forward now that we're adding this? excitement off of this year at the Sheep Show. Hopefully next year we can grow the tournament to be even bigger, maybe multi-days up here at Washoe County area. If we can draw in the Washoe County School District to sign on and get the, to allow NASP in the schools, I think our, double, our numbers will double, if not triple, within a year or two just because of the excitement that comes with NASP in the, in the schools. And we have, they're almost in every school district, right? It is in every school district except for Washoe County School District for now. But we're working on that currently to try to make that work out. Yeah, it is kind of ironic that we are holding one of the state shoots in that Washoe <laughs> County when they don't have it in necessarily in the school district. Yeah. I think once they see how successful and safe it is, I think they'll jump on board, mm-hmm. I hope. And what, so when it is in a school district, what does that mean exactly for people who don't know? How does that all work? So for the school district, it's simple. It's just an activity that takes place during school. It's not a sport that's like um, a a state-controlled sport or anything along those lines. It's just like a PE class. You put it on for 10 hours within a year, and you meet the minimum requirements to qualify for the state tournament. Right, so if you're trying to equate it to like just a general PE activity, it'd be like dodgeball. Okay, right, so, so that's we all we need is that for dodgeball, which would in our case would be archery, to be on the approved activities for physical education. So there's a list of a whole bunch of things that PE teachers could do during their time, and we just need archery to be on there, and then we'll be approved and we can roll. Um, and the other thing is that we're we're ready to go. So we we've been in talks, and um, Washoe County is. I mean, we're moving in the right direction. I would say. Um, but we want to. We definitely want anybody that's listening that has a vested interest in trying to get kids shooting archery to uh, to reach out to people they know, to us, to uh, 
Yeah, I mean, there's so many benefits. You're learning this skill, the kids are, and there's a lot that goes into archery. That's a good sport to take part in. Then it counts for PE, and you get to go to all these awesome tournaments. So who wouldn't want that? Yep, and like you said, we're in every other school district, so it is kind of a, a shame that Washoe County School District kids are not afforded that. Um, so we're hopeful. Yeah. And, uh, like you said, it looks like we're going the right direction. We are with getting this tournament here. And is there anything in these next few minutes, because after this half we're going to let Adam go back to work because he's busy right now, but anything else you want people to know about NASP or this tournament that we have coming up? Um, I'm not really sure except for yeah, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, sorry. For, for me, um, I would just say if you're a teacher, uh, an administrator, um, you're a parent, reach out to us, reach out to like your um, – how would, how would you put that, Ryan? Like your local contact for the school district and uh, just try to show support. Um, and then if you want to come out and observe, um, we'd love to have people come out and kind of check it out. And then like Ryan said, on Saturday, we have a whole bunch of events that um, are a whole bunch of booths that are going on that include archery, which we'll talk about in the next part of the, so they can kind of get the feel for it and see if it's something that they want. Mm -hmm. So is everyone taking part in the tournament on Thursday, or is that all set yep. up already? Yep. Good Thursday to go. Thursday is a one-day event, and then those kids are going to get a chance to go check out the Youth Wildlife Conservation Experience. But yeah, the the NASP is it's kind of its own canned event inside it. Got it, Ryan. Anything you want to add before we move on from NASP? No, I'm just excited. I think it's a great collaboration between us and and another thing with Department of Wildlife. Um, I think archery is one of those. Uh, sports. It's one of the oldest Olympic sports in the world. Um, and to be able to have that connection on, on focusing and, and truly there's so much with that sport that I've learned in the last several years myself, um, working with kids in archery. And, and I just think it's a great thing to have as part of the sheep show. And, and another thing, getting kids excited about something, dealing with something they can carry on as a sport the rest of their lives. Yeah. Well, we're excited about it. Adam, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule this week to join us. And we will be right back. You're listening to Nevada Wild. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today, we're joined by Ryan Brock with the Wild Sheep Foundation, and we're also lucky enough to be joined by Chase Kincaid for the first time ever. You're one of Ryan's students, right, Chase? Former student. Ryan, right. Great. Well, we're excited to hear from you and why you love this event so much. But let's get into some of the details with Ryan. So, um, what can we expect this year? What are all the stations? So we currently have um, thirty-seven different hands-on stations taking place, um, and and I still have a couple in the works. So we'll probably be up to about forty hands-on stations, and that's just one aspect of the YWCE. Thursday and Friday, when we bus in kids, uh, it's a full day experience. So they arrive, and we start off with a keynote 
uh, speech on what is wildlife conservation and, and how are hunters conservationists. And that lasts about 45 minutes. Um, then they get broken up and they get to go to different career seminars. And we have uh, 12 different career seminars, nine different career seminars, sorry. And they get to choose every 25 minutes. There's three seminars occurring. They have a program and they choose which one's of most interest to them. And they're, they're careers that maybe kids don't even know exist out there. And so they get to go listen, ask some questions, and they rotate through three sessions of those. Then we come back for lunch and we have flown in two scholarship winners from the Wild Sheep Foundation scholarship that are going into wildlife management. And so we let them tell their story as they eat lunch on, how did you get into the outdoors? Why are you going into wildlife management? And they just kind of tell their story. And I think that's great for you know these school-aged kids, fifth grade through middle school, to kind of hear how that person got into it and, and their story leading up through college and where they're at. Um, and then the afternoon opens with the hands-on stations. And that's where it really gets fun. Um, we have over 94,000 square feet of space is, is how big this youth area is. Um, and we have uh, archery stations, uh, which I would like to talk about first, just because we've talked a lot oh, about yeah. archery. Might as well. We have target archery. We have hover archery. We have 3D archery. Uh, we have trap archery, which is one of my favorite. They throw discs in the air. Little Machines throws discs in the air, and they use recurved bows to try to hit them before they hit the ground. Uh, and then we have a stick at archery station. And so that becomes a big part of one area of it. Uh, we have fly tying where kids get to, to tie woolly boogers um, and actually take those home with them. I had one kid who actually I was with last summer, a uh, former student again, who tied a fly last year. Uh, I'm a school teacher as well. So I get to take my fifth grade students every Friday of sheep show to the event. And he had his woolly booger with them. I'm out at the Ruby Marshes camping with oh. his family. And he catches uh, a fish on the woolly booger. And I thought that was just kind of awesome. That's the goal of it that all. That was like, really circle cool. circle moment right there. Yep, yep. Uh, we, have, uh, we have some live animals there. We have a local falconer group that brings in some falcons and some hawks. Uh, we have some snakes uh, this year. Um, Department of Wildlife has always brought in one or two of those. But U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service is a new group who hasn't been with us in a couple of years. And they're going to bring some as well. We have BB gun ranges and pellet gun ranges. Um, and then there's a lot of stuff that, that's just totally different. We have a rock climbing wall. Uh, this year I'm really excited, uh, kind of partnering with Nevada Department of Wildlife again with a kayak pool. Mm -hmm. We used to have Cabela's Bass Pro Shop would, would bring a kayak pool every once in a while, but it wasn't something we could always count on just because there were so many events they would participate in. And last year weather canceled it and they didn't show up. So we ended up basically building one this year and we have both of our logos on it to use not just at sheep show but maybe one or two other events across the state um and so that's sitting in my garage all rolled up and it's 50 <laughs> it's feet by 20 feet and uh, no matter what you have it uh, it's there <laughs> great another thing to store <laughs> yeah exactly but i'm excited about that um it's just there's something for everybody there really is there's wildlife conservation uh we have leave no trace ethics it's going to be another great event. Really anything you could think of that, I mean, people enjoy doing different things outdoors and there's really something for everyone who might have an interest. Even including crafts, you know, yeah. we have, uh, I get the question all the time, you know, my child's, you know, five years old. Is there enough stuff for them to do there? And, you know, we have tons of craft stations. We have nature card making where they have stamps. We have like 40 stamps and ink pads. They can make cards. 
We have a station on bear claws and arrowhead necklaces where the kids get to kind of make little charms and, and beat up a necklace on that. Uh, we teach them how to fletch arrows, but instead of mm -hmm. fletching an arrow with the feathers, they do like a big pin. So we take the pin apart, use the plastic as like the shaft, and they put on their own fletchings. And then we arrow wrap it and put the pin back together and glue in a knock at the end. And they have a little mini arrow that's kind of a cool little writing utensil that's unique. Yeah, something for everyone. There's something really for is. everyone. And it's fun to walk through there and see all the different wide range of activities. Yeah, you wouldn't believe what the, how many different activities there are. And one, I was going to, uh, as you were saying, like five year olds, when my boys went and they were really little to help me kind of work, the one that they actually remember still, like we drive in the truck and they're like, is eating the bug. I was and just thinking of that one. Yeah. U.S. Department of Agriculture, and they've been coming for years now, and they always make it work even to show up on that Saturday. So this year I've bought like $60 worth of edible bugs. Yeah. And That's then they teach fun. all about entomology and bugs in Nevada and things like that. But, you know, we even have different flavors, cotton candy flavored. <laughs> and it is fun just to kind of watch, and, and it's neat. Uh, when I get to bring my own classroom to go watch the, you know, the students that I know, and those that are a little more braver than others usually, you know, try it first. And they're like, oh, it's not bad. <laughs> and then the other kids are usually more timid, come up and, and try them as well. Have you eaten the bug? I, I have. <laughs> I have. Um, I have. And actually, it's inspired me. Quick story on the side. Last year when I was camping uh, at the Nevada State shoot in Eureka, the archery shoot with my family, I was with a couple other archers. Uh, that I've been working on locally that kind of took off with some of our other programs. And we're out there, and one, one of the kids had a little sister that wasn't shooting, kind of bored, and she was catching uh, grasshoppers. Uh. Like, oh, you know, I was joking. Around, oh, if you, if you uh, catch a bunch, we'll fry those up for, for an appetizer today. Mm -hmm. She came back with like 20 grasshoppers. Well, then I had to kind of, you know, luckily, you had to. because <laughs> of this station, I knew it'd be all right. So we had a pan of butter, and we cooked them all up in there, and we had like 12 kids eating all these little oh, grasshoppers, fun. including myself. And they weren't bad. A little bit yeah. of salt and butter, and everything <laughs> tastes pretty good. Anything with butter, you know. <laughs> um. You just got to try it. So have you tried the bugs then? Yes. When I tried the bugs, everybody was like, they were telling me, it's really bad. It's like the wings get in your mouth. Although when I ate it, one of the wings got stuck in my teeth. <laughs> I ate a chocolate-covered one. It was pretty good. Nice. That's Unexpectedly good. Another thing, like, add chocolate to it. Can't go wrong. <laughs> add chocolate. And Chase, I think your story is kind of interesting. You know, you uh, attended the school where I taught, and you started coming to the evening archery clinics that the Wild Sheep Foundation would, would sponsor and put on. And then last year, you are in my fifth grade classroom, and, and I got to bring you on the field trip as part of our, our class. Talk about your experience and what you got out of it last year. Yeah. What did you enjoy? And did you shoot a lot of the archery at the YWCE last year on the field trip? Yes, I shot a lot of that archery, and I also shot um, guns, which was, the archery shooting there was quite a lot of fun. 
Yeah. So were you already into archery shooting for you and then tried it out there too? And I think to clarify there, you know, this isn't part of the National Archery in the Schools program. Being in Washoe County, we can't do that. So I had to kind of start um, some after-school type clinics at local archery ranges where I just introduce kids and families to archery. And from there, I started noticing there were kids that would come every month when we would do it. And so last November, um, a year and a couple months ago, I said, well, let's try and do a Wild Sheep Foundation archery team. And Chase was one of the first people to join that. And so now we meet, we practice twice a month, um, currently at High Desert Archery here in Reno, and, um, and the team has really grown. Um, yeah. We now have some more sophisticated archers like Chase, and then we just had a new group come in a month ago, and a couple of those got bows for Christmas. So uh, it's nice, it, it's fun, and it, it's kind of shown where that youth wildlife conservation experience and just introducing kids to a new hobby can really take off and, and be pretty life-changing Well, and Chase's example of how he just started shooting every few months. So that goes to show once they get a hold of the bow and start shooting, it could be, it could launch their skill. And ironically, even with our uh, NASP tournament here at the Sheep Show, he can't participate in that because we don't shoot as part of PE. So he's going down to Las Vegas for a tournament in February for a state tournament in a division that he's capable of participating in. So just kind of a little bit of irony there. But Chase is coming to help out this year as part of a volunteer effort on Saturday, January 20th, which is the day that the event is open to the public. How did you find such a perfect person for this podcast? He's an archery. <laughs> he kind of last archery minute, yeah. And it, YWC, he takes part. I, 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 Yeah, we could tell. <laughs> so what are you going to be doing and helping with that YWCE? So I'll, probably, I'll likely be helping with the archery or shooting guns. Nice. That, that's what I've mostly experienced so far. Anything you want to tell people who haven't gone to YWCE yet? Like, and it, Things you don't even think of. That's what we were saying. There's something for everyone. So do you call yourself an archer now? Yes. Yeah. Oh, he sounds like one. He's competing. And, and working on his archery merit badge with Boy Scouts. I've had that one for a while. 
Well, it sounds like you're an awesome instructor to have there at the, or volunteer to have there at YWC leading that station. Is, oh, is there anything else the two of you want to say before we're headed to the end of the podcast? You know, I think, you know, Saturday's that day that really try and just get the word out. You know, the mm-hmm. hardest part is one, getting enough volunteers and two, getting the word out to the community. And so uh, Saturday, January 20th, it's in Hall 4 of the Reno Sparks Convention Center. It runs from 10 o'clock is when it starts and ends at 4 um, bring your families down. Don't, you know, you don't have to go to the sheep show registration and, and pay to get in there. It's a different, different hall and it's totally free. Come on down. Um, we even have some passes that you bring a kid, we'll give you a pass to get into the sheep show exhibit hall as well. So you can kind of spend a whole day. We have the tracks program for, for youth ages 12 to 17 that we're always looking for something to hook those older kids. And uh, we'll give you a card for that, and it's a special card where you follow sheep tracks on the floor of the exhibit hall of Sheep Show, and you go to six different vendors. They teach those older kids something different about backpacks or, or choosing the right camouflage gear or you know binoculars and the difference between the different powers. Um, and then that card goes into a raffle, and at 3 o'clock on the main stage in the youth area, we raffle off uh, a Leica binoculars, a Stone Glacier backpack, a Sitka suit, and Kinetrek boots. And so they're really big prizes mm-hmm. for those older kids. But any kid that comes, we give free raffle tickets to for free raffles in the youth area that occur pretty much every 45 minutes. We pull a name and, and call them. They come pick up their prize. So it's a full-day fun event. For the whole family. We got for the young whole kids, the older kids, and the parents. All free. <laughs> They could eat the bugs. <laughs> yeah. Rock climbing. They could be rock climbing, yes. And yeah, it's just really for all ages. Anybody can do it. Anybody can go there. And even like you get stuff through going there. Like one of the things is a, like a little uh, wild sheep headband, right? With the. Oh, I love those. Yeah, the current. Cr- yeah. Or how Ryan said he brought a student who made one of the, the, the flies. flies yeah. yeah, and then he ended up catching a fish with yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I was impressed. I, yeah. I, I thought that was pretty neat. That really is. <laughs> well, you don't want to miss this event. Ryan, one more time, could you just give us the time? Yeah, so January 20th, uh, Hall 4 of the Reno Sparks Convention Center from 10 o'clock in the morning till 4 o'clock that afternoon. Great. Well, Ryan, thank you as always for coming. We look forward to this podcast every year. And Chase, you were a great addition. Thank you for joining. Thank you. Hopefully everyone will see both of you at the YWCE. That does it. Yep. (laughs) That does it for this week's Nevada Wild. Join us again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.